0: of this right now and i just had to read this three times the beast of bailey downs proves that the transformation from a human to a werewolf does not remove all human features Where sam remarks to bridget that when he had run over it was not natural because he had seen a circumcised penis on it what i don't remember that (laughs) i don't either uh i'm very confused by that um okay yeah we're gonna be talking about ginger snaps Directed by our showrunner, John Fawcett, and written by Karen Walton, who also wrote two episodes over in Black that we've already seen. Uh, Any initial thoughts?
1: We have been talking about the trend on Instagram, six movies to get to know me. I'm adding this to my list. (laughs) Already. I was obsessed with this movie. (laughs) I mean, you know I love horror. I love... Jennifer Bo- Jennifer's Body is one of my favorite mm-hmm. fi- films and this is very Jennifer's Body before Jennifer's Body, yeah. obviously, with 90s aesthetic, which is my favorite aesthetic.
0: Diablo so. Cody connection that you already said when you recognized, what's her name, from uh, from Juno.
1: Yeah. the Her name's Bridget.
0: That's the I- character name.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just say it for the listeners. She, I couldn't stop thinking about where she was from, and she plays the receptionist at the abortion clinic in Juneau, and she just has that recognizable of a face that I remembered her from that the scene. The details
0: that you said that you remembered her playing her Game Boy? <laughs> She's playing her Game Boy,
1: and she says that the condoms are blue raspberry
0: flavored. <laughs> uh, my familiar face was the hot drug dealer. Well, hot with an asterisk merely because his soul patch is so bad. But <laughs> it can easily be ignored. Um uh, but I recognize him as the cute guy god in the amazing show Joan of Arcadia, which I wish had gotten a lot more seasons. Shout out to my girl Amber Tamlin. Um wait <laughs> You just noticed my little slipper Tell <laughs> <have> the listeners
1: <laughs> listeners. She is wearing mice on her feet and the the mice have santa hats they're my little christmas <laughs> slippers oh, but i'm in full pajama mode this this has me reverting to
0: halloween time <laughs> i know your, yeah your slippers are bringing me back it's christmas time we should have watched it during halloween the reason why we wanted to watch this we wanted to watch this movie even before we ever started doing the podcast because our friend jack hosted uh was the whole thing horror themed it was just like that was just a category. I it think. was like a horror category of some movie trivia that he hosted, and he described the plot of this movie. And both me and my kids were like, "Well, we have to see that." <laughs> and then it was a weird coincidence that it happened to be uh, the same showrunners that we were working with. Um, oh, I meant to say that this movie was released May 11th, 2001. Uh, the top movie at the time was The Mummy Returns, and then like the next week after it came out was Shrek. just to put this in the context of the time and the top song was all for you by janet jackson
1: Can't give y'all um, a rendition because I don't know what... I'm embarrassed to admit. Yeah,
0: we're doing a bit of a different format this time where Mackenzie and I just watch this movie together. So uh, hopefully it all works out in the end. But the movie starts with this kid in the sandbox who finds a mutilated dog. The Apparently there's been a series of dog mutilations in the
1: community. Not a good movie if you're planning on leaving your dog <laughs> <laughs> home alone oh, no. anytime soon. True.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that the gore was a bit much for me. I'm not a gore girl. Me either. That's
1: what I don't like about horror movies that rely a lot on gore. And this movie did,
0: but and also we can talk about how the weird tale our, our guy, John Foss, has got a weird tail fetish.
1: Gosh, the biggest connection between this movie and, <laughs> and Orphan Black being that the tail. I hate it. <laughs> not, you
0: know, the relationship between two sisters. <laughs> not those dynamics. Nope. <laughs> the the tail does look the same. I was just reading in the trivia that, um, I thought you saw something. <laughs> it's like what, oh, let's make a Doctor Who reference, but you probably don't even, you're not even. Nope. <sighs> Constantly <laughs> uh, disappointing you. Well, I'm not even that big Doctor Who stan, but um, wait, what was I just saying about the. Oh, the tail. Wait, no, but I had a different point. Help me. The tail and the sisters.
1: The, the connection sisters.
0: of the sisters. And then. Oh, I was reading the trivia and they said they didn't use any CGI. It was all practical and special effects makeup. So the girl playing gender had to set. For, like, up to seven hours in the makeup chair. Oh, I believe Like, including it. application and removal. Um, I noticed that, not, like, when she's full werewolf, obviously, but, like, the last stage where she's at the party, it really looks like Buffy's, like, vampire makeup. Which would make sense for the time period, because that was, like, peak late 90s, early 2000s. Did you ever watch Buffy? You a Buffy girl? Nope. I feel like that would should be your shit.
1: I have heard that I would like it, but I've never given it a
0: try. I've tried to watch it a few times. The problem is that it's, like, the root for, like, so many shows I've already seen. Mm -hmm, So it's, like, mm -hmm. to me it feels old hat, even though, like, they're the ones who, like, originated it. And it's also, like, super campy, which I can only tolerate to, like, a certain degree. Yeah, so we learned that they have this uh, death pact. Suicide's,
2: like, the ultimate. Fuck you. Come on, it's so us. It's the pact. See, it's easy for you. You don't care. We swore we'd go together one way or another. When we were eight? So? Out by 16 or dead in the scene, but together forever. I guess the they have the
0: death pack just because they're bored of being in the suburbs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I relate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the romanticization of death. Yep. And like they said, like making a mark and feeling suppressed because you're weird and different in the suburban lifestyle okay. it makes sense to me they would have thrived in 2012 tumblr era
0: <sighs> yeah for real they just needed to wait a couple years um that <laughs> made me laugh when she said you jazzed me on this <laughs> talking about <laughs> killing themselves um I was very puzzled by how their room looked throughout the movie, but in in the end, I realized it's because it's in the basement. Mm -hmm. But we thought at first that they might be living in a group home. Yeah. (laughs) Until their extremely supportive mother was revealed to us.
1: Yeah. I'm going to talk about the mom. Like, what a great... I've just never seen a mother character like that with angsty teens like that. They're usually super dismissive and repressive but she really tries to embrace them for what they are i mean she's an awkward mom and she's like yeah they're like anti-period but
2: do you think it's cramps (coughs) give it a rest for two seconds off pam we're eating henry the girls are both three years late menstruating okay it's not normal if it's finally happening it's not honey it's nothing to be scared of it's the most normal thing in the world you know,
1: she's
0: helping them through it. It's kind of a big deal. Like, yeah. Well, it, I wait, go keep going. Go ahead. I was just going to say I I wish they would have explained why their period was 3 years late. Like they, they just mentioned casually that they're 3 years like later than the rest of their class. Well, it has me thinking about Carrie and you uh, that know That was a lot of reference in those trivia's just mm-hmm. now. But and what's Well, more. just
1: that Carrie didn't start her period until she was like 17, I think. Mm-hmm. And then also how Carrie treats periods and in in that, like, it is a super disgusting thing and all the girls think it's disgusting and they're making fun of her. Yeah. And this is a little more, like, the mom's like, come on, it's a natural, beautiful thing. And yeah. so it's a little more progressive, but... What's your first period story? Um, I was at my house and my mom... And my cousins were there, but my cousins are, like, my mom's age. They're like My first cousins are like, I got my period. And they're like, yay. <laughs> How
0: old were you? I think I was 13. Oh, that's older. I was um, 11. So mm-hmm. I was young. And it was, like, when we were evacuated for Katrina. Not, like, immediate Katrina evacuation, but we were in Oklahoma. So it was, like, Katrina was in August. And then I remember it was on my brother's birthday that I got my first period. <laughs> so I always remember that. And, like, I was telling you, my mom had kind of the same energy as the mom in this movie. She was like, you're a grown-up now. She, I remember she, like, bought me a potted plant and then, like, let me have a sleepover and, like, rented us a bunch of movies and got us a bunch of, like, chocolate and stuff. But one thing that weirded me out was, like, I went to school the next day and this, like, one of my, like, male friends like was like you look really different <laughs> it was so weird i was like damn this like young sixth graders perceptive like well like, that's i think it's true because it's like
1: there is this change that some people pick yeah. up on and that's what this movie like points out it just makes it more literal it's like oh yeah. we notice a change in you you're looking like a woman you're yeah. looking like look you have tits now <laughs>
0: But, like, what do I think the movie's trying to say? Okay, so, obviously the period and the lycanthropy are, like, closely connected. But is it, like, I don't know what the, like, moral is. Like, it's, like, well, she started not acting like herself. But, like, it was because she was a werewolf. Well, so, I think it's a little complicated
1: in that it's almost like she's embracing her womanhood to the
0: fullest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And... Nobody likes it. Yeah. That's what I think it symbolizes.
0: Yeah. I, I can see that, too. But, and then it creates the tension with her and her sister. Her sister hasn't had her period yet, so it's, like, creating this tension between them. Um, apparently, they had, like, a really hard time, like, financing this movie because it was so much teen violence. Um, mm-hmm. And it was pretty soon after, like, the Columbine shootings. Um, and I read when they were trying to cast, they had no trouble finding an L.A. casting director, but, like, the Canada casting director was like, this is too violent and gory. Like, Mm -hmm. they had a hard time. And they had cast, like, they had auditioned a bunch of actresses, but these two girls auditioned the same day, and they had, like, all these weird similarities. Like, they were born in the same hospital, they went to the same primary school, like, but they're not the same age. Um, And then it, it said that the writer, Karen Walton like saw their audition tapes and was like these two girls are like exactly how I envisioned the role so Mm -hmm. they got cast I also read it was interesting the director John Fawcett um Karen Walton was like hesitant to to write the movie at first because she said like oh like horror is a genre that just like exploits women but he convinced her like that this movie would be like what changes that and like breaks from the the tradition true yeah that's what they did I agree and I think these actresses had great synergy
1: like definitely felt sisterhood to yeah. me and I think that it also plays into the metaphor of it of just like watching somebody embrace something that you can't embrace yet mm-hmm. and it's like uh Ginger says it herself like oh like a little green
2: monster like you're jealous of me. You no, maybe you're right maybe I do see a monster. Yeah. It's got these little green eyes. Oh, yeah, like, I really wish I was hemorrhaging and hairy and sucking off Jason McCarty. Well, you always wanted to be me. Well, this isn't you, so... Oh, poor B. I'm growing up, and obviously you're not, huh? Well, don't let me hold you back or anything. Oh, well, don't worry, I won't.
1: And I bet even if Bridget didn't think that she was jealous, like subconsciously, yeah, because it like creates a separation yeah,
2: between them.
0: They're very codependent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what we were saying about their room is like it's like very industrial looking. They have like weird like LED lights above their bed, and all they're like oh they like early in the movie we see that they're doing this like school project. That's like life and Bailey Downs. Which is them staging a bunch of like suicide and murder <laughs> photos. Like, yikes. I
1: love that scene though, and that what bring, bring back iconic opening credits like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a bit of a resurgence lately, but I really love like back when you watch these 90s and 2000s movies and it's giving the time for you to see all the actresses and yeah. the actors' names and it's just cool shit on the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a tendency towards, like, minimalism for a long time, where it's just, like, one title card and there's nothing that, like, distracts from the show. But I agree with you. I like a, an extensive, I never skip the succession opening titles. <laughs> that music is a lit for me. Um, I, I liked when she was talking about high school and they're, she was like, oh, they're just mindless breeders. It's a hormonal toilet.
2: High school, just a mindless little breeders machine. Total
0: toilet. And I thought it was funny, both of us, I've never seen anyone playing field hockey before. <laughs> because he was like, what sport do they play? First of all, I don't know any sports to begin with, besides motorsport. Uh, <laughs> Not an F1 plug. <laughs> always. But, um, well, it reminded me of Mean Girls ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just that one... I mean, there was one other part where she was walking in the hallway that reminded me of Mean Girls. But I wonder maybe if they... We're referencing this movie even, like, a little I bet. Because yeah.
1: I had that same thought, that scene where she's walking down the hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, oh, yeah, we were laughing, too, in that scene with the field hockey where the dead dog disappears. Yeah. <laughs> <the movie laughs> and nobody <laughs> has seen it before, even though they're all looking in the same direction the whole time.
1: Yeah, very confusing. That
0: was silly. Oh, also, it made me laugh at the mean girl I don't. I not did not bother to learn her name. Trina. Trina. Oh right. Uh, she just had her giant dog with her at school, <laughs> like casual. <laughs> I don't know where that dog was during the day. Oh, it made me laugh when when Ginger first gets her period. The blood is like so <laughs> thick and thick <laughs> looking. I was like, nobody's first period starts like that, where no. they're like bleeding. Although, so whenever not my first period, but like I think my. Second, well, no, it would have been the third because I think it was in December. We I would have participated in this like technology bowl competition because I was a little nerd, and we had like to take a bus to this other part of Oklahoma from where I was evacuated to, and we had to wear these like bad like like the school didn't have uniforms but we had to wear uniforms just for this like mm. competition and i like bled through my uniform square of course but like luckily for once like because my mom we were like a evacuating so she didn't have anything to do like I, this is like the most mom time i ever got because she like didn't have any any other (laughs) obligations so she and my grandparents had come like they drove on their own to like watch the competition and she had like a pair of jeans for me and like a giant Kotex spot but i was like traumatized because it was only my third period and it was like a uniform and i had to be like on stage in front of all these people um we won though so worth it (laughs) you know speaking
1: of school i'll bring up a cool trope that they do that i always love is when the uh Lecture or what they're learning in class is like relevant to the theme. Yeah, <laughs> I pointed it out. They're talking about parasites and taking over. Yeah,
0: I love that kind of foreshadowing. Did you should watch um Teen Wolf, like the new MTV one? Oh yeah, I watched that. Oh, yeah, that, it's very <laughs> <ridiculous>. it's <laughs> gave me that strong energy. I didn't know you were a teen. We gotta get into some Teen Wolf, tech Yeah,
1: Dylan O'Brien, I love you if you're listening. I already's an
0: Really? Yep. I know somebody went to high school with him, <gasps> and they said he was not cool. Anyway, oh yeah, the so when we see the werewolf, it's like super funny looking. <laughs> we both <Yeah>. left <laughs> out Um And then, oh wait, I forgot to say, whenever she says like she when she gets her period with the thickest blood ever, she calls it the curse. And <laughs> whatever line she said about simping around tampon dispensers, <laughs> I'll clip it out. And put it with that cold me too.
2: She just got the curse ew well it's not contagious i know that god i mean kill yourself to be different your own body screws you but if i start simping around tampon dispensers moaning about pms just shoot me okay so then the drug dealer runs over the werewolf we
0: were introduced to him earlier because trina has a crush on him as I said, I wrote, drug dealer is hot. That's I loved mission. all
1: his fits, y'all. He, yeah, he was he, serving.
0: He, he was doing good acting, too. I felt like he was the the most natural. Um, and then when she gets attacked by the werewolf, Bridget says that she heard that bears come after girls on the red. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smell. Yeah,
1: I love all the metaphors. Uh, or what? Euphemisms. Euphemisms, yeah. yeah like,
0: rag. Red, the curse. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like healing fast after she gets scratched. That's the first symptom that she has. Then they go to the store and there's like a gigantic wall of maxi pads, like a comical shot. Um, then the, and next... the
1: tampons came with a free calendar. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, then um... The what the what Jason did that is that what we decided. I think was? that was nice. <laughs> we're just making that up. Uh, he tells her, uh, "Gender, nothing takes the edge off like a good toke." So then they go and smoke <laughs> in the back of the drug dealer's van without his permission. And then meanwhile, him and Bridget are conferencing about. what well, he says that he hit a lycanthrope, but she doesn't believe him.
2: I was just wondering what you hit. <clears throat> well, officer. Look like a lycanthrope to me, sir. I know what a lycanthrope is. Sure, you do. Think you see werewolves a lot? Why do you?
0: Um, she starts growing some hair from her scratches. She, has in Ginger. And we already talked about her tail. Ugh. Oh. I, yeah. We both audibly <laughs> were like, ew. Mostly me, though. <laughs> uh, more about the hot drug dealer. He is like really rocky. Like you said about his outfits, but he's got the 90s bangs. He's got this cigarette by his ear. He's giving strong Jordan Catalano energy, which is like a my so called life reference. John Young Jared Leto before he was canceled. Uh, but yeah, it's like a. From 30 I,
1: Seconds to Mars. Yes.
0: <laughs> A new fact that you just learned a few ago, or a few weeks ago, really. Um, so I then uh, Ginger gets in the car with uh, Jason and Bridget's yelling, She's ovulating at the window. Uh, the mom's always wearing like a cheesy sweater. I wanted to point that out. Um, and then we think that Ginger ate her boyfriend, but she really just killed the neighbor's dog. Also, she was just smoking a cigarette like in her house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Badass and <laughs> to get in trouble or anything like that. Uh,
1: well, that also makes me think of when she gets locked in the bathroom later. Did nobody hear her <laughs> screaming or banging all day? Like, that's, a
0: good, that's a really good point. <laughs> um, she got Bridget has gotten a pure silver ring from Sam and plans to pierce her belly button with it. We were not having that scene. Ooh, I hated <laughs> that scene. <laughs> it was so gross. So then, and then she has to tape her leg to her tail. Or, yeah, her tail to her leg in gym class. <laughs> Too many tail shots. <laughs> that was so <laughs> gross. Uh, and then uh, Jason starts peeing blood, which is gross. Uh, apparently, lycanthropy can be sexually transmitted, uh, which, it reminded me of the It Follows, which we've both seen. Um, Woohoo,
1: point for me. <laughs> yay!
0: So at first I thought that Sam had his own grow house, which I was (laughs) perplexed by. I was like, "How does he have such a big house?" But then we learned later in the movie that it's the county grow, like gardens or whatever, which he—I guess—he's an employee of and just like lives there. He decorated it for Halloween, which we (laughs) thought was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, So then um, Ginger's shaving her legs so hard that she's cutting herself. But, so she, in the earlier two, was doing, like, self-mutilation. It's like a character trend mm-hmm. for her. Like Yeah, she has that line of, like, are for girls, I'm slitting my throat. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, so she's cutting herself to bleeding, and we notice that she starts growing a claw. This movie also reminded us both a lot of the Heathers we were saying mm-hmm. throughout. Um, and uh, specifically, you said that Sam looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the he- Heathers, which I totally agree. Yes. Um, and also, what also
1: is reminding me of it is, like, the adult's, like, <laughs> lack of knowing what yeah. the hell's going well, on. Well, they
0: do, they perfectly set it up each time where the mom's like, I'm going out to do this! <laughs> and then the chaos <laughs> ensues. Murder. But yeah, the scene really where the, um, Trina dies, like, really reminded me of the Heathers, because doesn't the first girl die on accident? Mm-hmm. yeah, That's that, just, like, she dies on accident, too. Um, but... The parents come home and they quickly make it look like one of their photo shoots. Convenient. The part where, um, Bridget distracts their mom by asking her what men man want so <laughs> she doesn't see the body in the freezer. And we don't get to learn. Oh, yeah. They cut- they should have- we need the extended cut. Also, they didn't appreciate- there was a whole plate of cookies.
1: Oh, yeah. Y'all. They
0: didn't even appreciate- you're right. Um- Basically, Ginger gives a speech about how nobody will ever suspect them because they're girls, and they're just going to coast on how the world works.
2: Hey. Look. No one ever thinks chicks do shit like this. Trust me, a girl can only be a slut, a bitch, tease, or the virgin next door. We'll just coast on how the world works.
0: Um, But then... Their mom catches them almost. So then then it's Ginger trying to cut off her tail in the bathroom. Another mm-hmm. tail shot that we didn't need. And uh, then we have, like, the combined montage where it's uh, Bridget trying to... Not Bridget. Ginger trying to escape Claire way at the bathroom and this, like, weird monkshood heroin <laughs> solution yeah. that they're making, which was not ideal. So he... Has figured out, Sam figures out that it's not for her, Bridget, even though that's what she's been saying this whole time. And he says that it might end up killing Ginger, so she ends up testing it on Jason, which I was like, that's smart. <laughs> if <Like, laughs> he dies, yeah. nobody cares. And I thought
1: that was a cool parallel, too, seeing how changing into a werewolf affected him versus how it affected Ginger. Yeah. Um, his looked like. It, he had like all this acne
0: and mm-hmm. stuff,
1: so I don't know, it was almost like at that point just puberty in general yeah, well, just, I
0: didn't know if it was acne or if he was like sprouting like hairs on his face um, maybe. or something. But it could have been acne mm-hmm. too. Um but and then he was just like, Oh, a
1: girl. Like yeah, like yeah. just really the difference between, between. Mm-hmm. literally. Ha!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that force laugh. <laughs> uh <laughs> Then, what, so was that guy, wait, the one that, so as she escapes, does she kill, was that the guy, the guidance counselor, or was there, like, photography teacher, the one who she kills? I think it was the life in, what's the place called? That class, that project, yeah. it was, yeah. like,
1: a guidance counselor
0: class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so she kills him. And then the janitor, which was sad.
1: Yeah, because he helped her when Jason was being creepy in the closet. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> wait, also, what, what about... Ginger being like, I didn't like the way he was looking at you. And this, like, force protective energy that she was having during that scene.
0: Well, yeah, that was great. She does mention it earlier. Because remember when they first, they first uh, when she falls into the dead dog on the field, she's like, oh, like, that janitor was looking down your shirt. I think
1: mm-hmm, it's I like,
0: know. well, I don't think he actually was. That. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. just, like, misplaced. Like, they have some weird energy happening too. Even later when she's like full werewolf, she starts describing how it basically is like a sexual feeling for her and she's like You should do it too. Like ride the ride
2: You like it It feels so good Bridget It's it's like touching yourself, you know, every move right on the fucking dot and after See fucking fireworks, supernovas. I'm a goddamn force of nature. I feel like I could do just about anything. You know, we're almost not even related anymore. You're fucked. Love it. She comes for
0: the ride. And and then she says, like, we're not even really related anymore. I was yeah. like, Ugh, <laughs> what's about to happen? Yeah, that was a uh, strange. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I mean, I don't think there are too many orphan black connections besides like the tale But like the other main one, like we were saying, is like the sisterly dynamics. That's clearly something that they're interested in. Makes me wonder if John Fawcett has sisters. Yeah,
1: I wonder where he's pulling all this from.
0: Yeah. But, the the one thing is, like, we kind of don't really get to know them that much besides the fact that they're, like, death-obsessed and, like, weirdly codependent. I feel like maybe it would have been a bit more, um, like, emotionally impactful if we had more, like, internal mm-hmm. of, like, what's going on with them. Because it, it's like you said, it's like, they have a very supportive mom. The dad's kind of absentee but doesn't seem, like, openly harmful. Yeah. So it's like, where's all this angst coming from just, like being hormonal teenage girls like i don't know i feel like it's a bit uh dismissive almost mm-hmm. wait but there's so that what's her name ginger breaks off to go to the party at the grow house yes <laughs> halloween party at the grow house and then we learn that the mom is unhinged too <laughs> she's like trying to tell them their plot
2: mom i don't You've think done you- a terrible. tiny babies That's well, one thing if you leave it's, it's almost normal but no one's going to take you from me first thing tomorrow I'll let the house fill up with gas and I'll light a match what? we'll start fresh just us girls it'll be fun what about dad? he'll just blame me they all will
1: i love that though once again like very like feminist like let's burn down the house let's k- kill your dad like he <laughs> well, doesn't I mean, get it he's just gonna blame I me i don't anything,
0: Santa, <laughs> why she wanted to fill the house with people and then burn it down <laughs> like, like they could have just like i guess to make it less suspicious about that girl specifically Wait, she but, said fill it with gas oh i thought she said tomorrow like we'll throw a party
1: no, well, so I thought she said at first fill it up with guests, well, Oh, then that's she says what... fill it. I'm pretty sure she says fill it up with uh... gas and
0: burn it. Okay, that's less. i <laughs> I was literally like, okay, so she wants to throw a party and then murder everybody inside. <laughs> it makes more sense that she doesn't want to do that. Still unhinged, but not so bad. And then um, they fight. Like, what's her name? I can't remember their names. Bridget is like, you wreck everything from me. That's not about you. And, basically, they lose it. She tries to, like, they have this whole extended sequence of them, like, running through the house. They're trying to make another concoction to he- cure her or whatever. But she's also been bitten while they were at the school. So, then, Sam isn't dead, but he's, like, about to be the werewolf version of Ginger's, like, hovering over him. And Bridget, like, tries to eat his blood and, like, embrace the, like, wildness but she says that she can't do it. What do you think about that? I
1: think that it just, like, shows her dedication to her big sister. And, like, she's really willing to try. But she doesn't want to fully go there. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of, like, a connection to, I think, their suicide pact, really. Because mm-hmm. it's, like they made this pact but then at the end she's like i'm not gonna die like i don't want to die so yeah it's almost like if they got down to the suicide pact would she have really been able to do it because it's it's like when it came down to like being completely like her sister and trying to turn into a werewolf she couldn't do it yeah
0: well it's also it's interesting like sister dynamics i mean it's like two prongs that she goes after sam because it's like clearly bridget likes him but also he holds the key to like curing her so i guess like also you could say it's because she doesn't want to not be a werewolf anymore or what she says like like she's trying to convince her to get cured and she's like for what so i can like what does she say like die here yeah she says something like uh just and go back to like being normal yeah essentially is what she says she doesn't want that um and then the movie ends with uh bridget Sab ginger and she lets herself turn into a werewolf yeah i don't know we don't see her use the cure. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to die in this room with you. But then she just lays on her while she dies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then their cuts well I
1: don't know. I guess we'll have to see in Ginger, Ginger Snaps, Snaps 2. 2.
0: <laughs> That'll be after we finish season 2. Yeah. <laughs> Another bonus. A good break. That one actually has Tatiana Muslani, so a more direct connection. In Ginger Snaps 2? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, overall, like I said, great movie, five stars. <laughs> not that it's really going it. so, to be on your six
0: today. We should say our six. Or Well, I did mine formally, so I have them ready to go. You can take this time to cultivate yours. I said Moulin Rouge, The Social Network, The Dark Knight, Snowpiercer, Little Women. I'm forgetting one. Got to consult. I can't even remember the movies that define me. Oh, cruel intentions. Duh.
1: Mine were Coraline, Everything Everywhere All At Once, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Hereditary, Barbie, and Mean Girls. Nice. Cool. Yeah, but I think. I re- like I said I really like Jennifer's body. I honestly mm-hmm. could put that in there. It's just hard for me to think about <laughs> in movies, but this um, Austin's
0: um engagement Halloween party at one point we had Jennifer's body playing with like Olivia Rodrigo, I think. Was the, <laughs> the like, like it was the movie with no sound. Or no, was that right? I think yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it created such a good uh, contrast. Yes.
1: And also this uh, made me realize how much I like Juno too. Like Juno's mm-hmm. pretty uh
0: that Important movie definitely had a, fa- a formational yeah.
1: <laughs> influence on me. My Michael Cera crush. My
0: close personal friend, Michael Cera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I want to read some more like interpretations of it. I'm gonna go listen to my favorite podcast interpretation of it to hear some more because I just need to think a little bit more about yes yeah, so the mean, metaphors the link to start. that. Yeah, I will.
0: I want to know.
1: I'll, I'll plug them. It's called This Ends at Prom queer content creators they're really cool do you think they're gonna talk about
0: the lesbian energy between the sisters
1: i read in their uh show notes that they talk about like the metaphor of being trans that yeah i can see that Mm -hmm. with the tail and everything and when i pulled it up pulled it up online a lot of people talk about just it's kind of queer coded and like perhaps
0: just a metaphor for
1: like Being an out, basically, if you're queer, you're an outcast most of the (laughs) time. Well, I
0: mean, like that's the whole con, like one of the many controversies of Harry Potter is that many people read Remus Lupin to be like a queer allegory as a werewolf, and Jigger (laughs) was like, "Nah, that's not it." (laughs) Uh, She sucks. Yep. End of
1: podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Good Good thing I never read or watched Harry Potter. Oh my gosh.
0: Didn't have to have an emotional detachment from it like a lot of people I know, like me particularly. Uh, so next episode we'll be back with season two of Orphan. So excited! Ayo, you should take the DVDs while you're here. Oh yeah, love it. No streaming for us. Old school. That's right. We we believe in physical media over here. That mm-hmm. on my list pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, email us. Yeah, I always put the stinger in so we don't,
1: don't have to say Well, email
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Adam Kelly for our theme music
1: and Megan Walker for our podcast cover art. You can email us at onmylistpod650 at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions. Tune in next week. Bye.